Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. About to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America on air and on the World Wide Web. This is the Rob Carson Show. It is the Rob Carson Show. Welcome to it, guys. I guess the big news of the day, the big news of the day, startling many Washington, D.C. insiders and people who pay attention. Devin Archer made it to Capitol Hill this morning, and he hadn't been murdered. I know. I'm a little bit shocked. He hadn't been murdered, and he didn't show up dead somewhere in a prison cell, you know, with a rope around his neck and all of this, and the, the security camera's not working, <laughs> and, and the security guard's asleep. I am, I'm, I can't even believe it. I'm, I'm wondering if it's even him. I, I'm not even sure. If it, was, it was possible that Devin Archer could arrive this morning at Capitol Hill unscathed and still alive. Uh, it is just amazing. Uh, I imagine that the, the Bidens probably got a few calls, maybe the last 24 hours from Hillary Clinton, say, hey, anything you need taken care of? I'm just going to say, uh, anything at all, anybody, you know, needs to be taken care of? Just throwing it out there. I'm not saying anybody in particular, but just saying, maybe we can help you out a little bit because, you know, there's that. Uh, but Devin Archer is now uh, speaking before uh, members of Congress on Capitol Hill uh, in what could be some blockbuster stuff because, you know, he was one of those people who was involved in Hunter Biden with Hunter Biden being a business partner in the whole deal. And he's also a crook and all of that. And uh, he's the missing link between uh, Hunter and Joe, meaning that, that he's the guy who's going to share what, uh, A, that they were meeting, and Joe Biden was a part of it, and B, possibly, uh, why Joe Biden got all the money and what he did in exchange for the money. So uh, there you go. Some good news today. A little bit of good news to start the day. Devin Archer is still alive and speaking to members of Congress. So uh, big surprise there. Thank God the, he wasn't going after Hillary Clinton because he'd already be dead. He, just, he, would, he would already be dead. Um, <laughs> I, I want to also share this. So uh, last night was weird, a weird night in the Carson household. I haven't gotten a lot of sleep because we had a big old storm come through. And here, here's a funny thing. So last night uh, we did the, uh, the parent thing. This is my... My stage in life uh my daughter's boyfriend we invited her parents his parents he could be her nowadays but he's still identifies as a man and was born uh, as a man but anyway uh they they we invited him over for dinner like for that dinner you know where you invite the uh you know who knows future in-laws they just graduated from high school but they love each other whatever who cares so we invited him over <laughs> <laughs> we're in the living room because we we came inside from outside because the storm blew in, and uh, 
my wife is looking out the window and she's like, oh my God. And she looks up and the tree is just going nuts, right? And and all of a sudden, uh, it, you know, it's dark out there. We just see lightning flashes with what's happening. And, and I walk to the window just to peek outside and right as a lightning flash happens, I notice that half of the 50 foot tall uh, uh, silver maple in the front yard is gone. <laughs> it's gone completely. I'm like, oh God. And I look down and it's laying right there and it's it's we're very blessed by the way because uh <clears throat> we had the their car the, the the you know her parents car sitting there my car uh, my wife's car my son's car my daughter's car and it fell right between them but it did take out the brand new uh, mailboxes that we bought and we did not have power so we ended up having to spend uh you know with candles in the house during the storm with the tree down in the front yard with uh, with the uh, my daughter's boyfriend's parents so it was a it was a <laughs> it was a weird night and i wasn't even sure we'd be able to do the show today but uh, we got power back so everything is good and we're assessing the damage there was no major damage like a few thousand dollars you know it's it's uh, trust me I have nothing to complain about because I do live in Kansas, and when high winds happen, frequently entire cities go, you know, or small towns go. (laughs) So there is that. And then another bit of good news I want to share with you today before we dive into the news of the day and the audio of the day, including Joe Biden admitting before he went on vacation over the weekend that he has another grandchild living in Arkansas. He admitted that because it pulled so badly that he was ignoring his grandchild that he decided he had to do something. Oh, that, and he really loves her a lot. Whatever her name is, living in Arkansas. But, yeah, they really love her even though they do not want her to have the Biden name, and they just cut the child support down dramatically. But they want to acknowledge her because, you know, it pulls really badly to ignore a child. You know, there's that. But Americans are people of faith. Listen to that. You know, we've been talking about the, uh, we are in a battle of good and evil. That's it, right? It's not Democrat and Republican anymore. It's what the Democrat Party has become. And the Democrat Party has become pretty damned evil. I mean, when you look at it all and, and all of the things they support and all of the violence that they've espoused and, the you know, Roe v. Wade for 50 years, they said it was going to usher in, uh, you know, a back alley abortions and all of this. And then they say the border is closed and they say the Russian collusion was real and blah, 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 blah. And transgender children are perfectly fine. Put them on puberty clock blockers when they're four and have their breasts cut off and their little male parts cut off. and all. So, yeah, it's good and evil. I mean, any party that's down with all of the crap right now, you know, defunding the police, how'd that work out? Funding Black Lives Matter and Antifa, not saying anything about the riots of 2020. I can go on and on about the Democrat Party, but I won't. But it is a battle of good and evil, and it looks like the American people are faithful. Uh, strongly held beliefs in heaven, angels, power of prayer, the supremacy of a higher guiding force. A poll released Saturday by the AP, the AP, I know, NORC, Center for Public Affairs. Uh, the Almighty is still all-powerful. 79% of Americans believing in God are a higher power, along with 63% thinking karma is real. And by the way, it is a biatch, uh, the polling says. <laughs> Trust me, it is. And I think it's happening with Joe Biden and his son, Hunter. i got to be honest. Karma is. Karma's back, by the way, and and broader lawyers. Uh, 86% of adults who believe there are things that science or nature cannot explain. 
also believe in God or higher power, while 14% do not. Among those who uh, do not believe there are things that science or nature cannot explain, 44% believe in God or higher power. AP, the U.S. remains the faith-filled country even as more Americans reject organized religion. And here's the deal. Organized religion's got to get you back. Got to get you back. I'm all about church and everything, and uh, and I, I trust me, I've had my rear end in the pews for thousands and thousands of days. But organized religion, uh, they got to make some uh, overtures as well. I'm just going to say some of them, not all of them. <clears throat> some of them, not all of them. A uh, large number of U.S. adults say they believe in angels, angels, including 84% of those with a religious affiliation. I believe... I do believe. I, I had some miracles happen in my life. I do. 94% of evangelical Protestants, 81% of mainline Protestants, mainline Protestants, whatever that is, 82% of Catholics, and 33% of those without a faith believe in angels. <clears throat> and of those uh, angel-believing religiously unaffiliated, that includes 2% of atheists. <clears throat> so, so 2% of atheists believe in angels. Okay, whatever. 25% of agnostics. What I mean, come on, guys, get off the fence. You're agno- I'm agnostic. What does agnostic mean? Really? You're agnostic? I'm an agnostic? What the, It's like being a, I don't know, moderate. I don't, it's even worse than a moderate. Uh, and 50% of those who identified as nothing in particular, I identify as nothing in particular. I don't know what that means, but uh, people believe in angels and faith and all that, and I think it's wonderful. I think it's great. I believe, too. I believe, and I believe that good will win. That's why I think we are going to win all of this. Um, so Joe Biden, on, uh, on Friday, <clears throat> uh, issued a statement in which, for the very first time, he publicly acknowledged his four-year-old granddaughter, Navy Joan Roberts, the child of his son, Hunter, and London Roberts. And this is how... I just hate politics. I mean, I really hate people who are politicians who do this crap. Instead of being guided for, by what is good and decent, being guided by polling data. And honestly, uh, this is what the, the Democrat Party is. They poll everything. There's a reason why Kamala Harris suddenly started speaking out against the, the curricula in Florida at the schools. They got some sort of polling data, and they immediately sprung her into action to go read a public statement and act impassioned about it and all of that. And, you know, it's all political nonsense. Our son Hunter and Navy's mother, London, are working together to foster a relationship that is in the best interest of their daughter, preserving her privacy as much as possible going forward. Forget the fact that we demanded that the child not get the Biden name and that they severely uh, cut back from $20,000 a month to $5,000 a month any sort of child uh, support. The president uh, told the uh, People magazine, sure he did, uh, this is not a political issue. It is a family matter. The president added, Jill and I only want what is best for our grandchildren, including Navy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, this is what he said uh, just about a month or two back about his grandchildren. I have six grandchildren, and I'm crazy about them. I speak to them every single day. Except for that seventh one, that little girl down there in that state that we fly over named something or other. Not a joke. Matter of Not fact, a I joke. just got finished going through the calls. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, only one of them answered the phone. Uh, but at least I got to leave. That's it. okay. If I saw your name on the line, there's no way I'd answer it, even if I was your grandchild. 
message. And my oldest granddaughter is named after one of my daughters who I, who I lost in an accident a long time ago. Yeah. And her name is Naomi. Yeah, where's And the- then I have number two. I have a, a daughter who works in the environmental movement, and her name is Finnegan. Finnegan, Finnegan. And yes. named after my mom. The Navy and in number there. three, Just, yeah. my granddaughter, I call her my... All-American girl. Yeah, she was she, a great little athlete. Is that Navy? And she's about to graduate that's from Navy. college. No, that's not in her. In about two weeks. No, and, that's not her. And her name, her name is she's every. Trying to nickname, remember. Trying to remember. We call her is Maisie. Maisie. And Maisie. then okay. I have two other. This is the one right. Who I just she's coming spoke, up here. Did get to speak to. Navy's coming up. And her name is Natalie. Uh, crap. And she it's is a, a name. Senior, senior in high school, Natalie, about to graduate and go off to college where her daddy went to school. This one will be named. And then I have a grandson who's going to be okay. a senior in high school. That's mm. And then now I have a new a new uh-huh. baby boy. Yeah. He's oh. three and a half years old. And? And his daddy named him after his brother, my deceased son, and he's Bo Biden. Okay, and it's okay. Well, well maybe not, but, but I guess apparently they're going to, uh, <clears throat> they are growing uh, the family, and I guess they're going to uh, acknowledge Navy now <laughs> Did, did Hunter appear on the Jerry Springer show? Uh, is that what it was? Oh, I guess Jerry just passed away. Uh, maybe they, the test is back. Well, they know who the, the father is. But now, yeah, on Friday before vacation, Joe Biden decided he'd, he'd, just, uh, he'd just check in on the, uh, the bastard grandchild. or What's the female bastard called? I don't know. I'm a bastard. I'm, a, I'm adopted. Uh, and, and also, uh, people call me that for other reasons. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> but... They're going to acknowledge Navy, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. All right. So coming up, uh, the media is finally questioning Joe Biden's brain. Uh, uh, Donald Trump spoke in Iowa and in Illinois over the weekend. It was a pretty exciting, uh, it's pretty exciting weekend. And if you'd like to chime in today, guys, it's 800-922-6680. That's 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. Well, we are now 20 minutes into Devin Archer's appearance on Capitol Hill, and he's still alive. I know. I'm pretty shocked. Pretty shocked that he lived through the entire weekend, and now he is on Capitol Hill uh, testifying in a uh, closed uh, meeting about uh, Joe Biden and his uh, business dealings and Hunter Biden and all of that stuff. And um, we'll see, won't we? We will see. Uh, I'm going to get to some of that in a moment. I've got some new information about what he might be sharing with the uh, the congressman here, but uh, there was a lot of speculation over the weekend about whether Joe Biden is going to uh, continue his, uh, you know, his uh, uh, candidacy for president. I said since the day he was inaugurated, no, he won't. He won't. He's not going to make it. And then, lo and behold, on the cover of Newsmax magazine, this month's issue, August 2023, by the way, you should get it. It is a really nice uh, publication. I don't get a lot of magazines, um, but uh, I do get Newsmax magazine. It's a, it's actually a nice, nice thing to have in the uh, in the living room, whatever. Anyway, it says in game Joe Biden, Joe Biden may not run in twenty twenty four. Uh, to which I would say, I'm going to it. I don't want to be indelicate. I don't want to be indelicate when I say uh, <clears throat> what I'm going to say here, but. Uh, 
<laughs> there's no way he's going to run. It's just no. No, please. Duh. You know, I, this is not, not going to happen. You know why? Because his brain doesn't work. And here is uh, here is uh, the mainstream media this weekend acknowledging that, including NBC. A recent NBC News poll found more than two-thirds of all voters say they have concerns about the president having the necessary mental and physical health to serve. Yeah, um, most people don't think that he has the mental or physical health to uh, to serve. You know why? Um, because they're not stupid. That's the reason. Because his brain's not working. Democrat Chris Murphy was on the uh, talking. He was he was on the talking catch. He was on CNN, I guess, this weekend, saying that Joe Biden, even though he hasn't really been able to speak for a couple years, uh, he says he's Joe Biden is uh, he's leading. Not sure exactly leading from what. Maybe it's from behind. Democratic voters to. Be concerned about the age and the health of the president going into what's absolutely going to be an incredibly demanding campaign. He's not going to make it. Well, ultimately, voters in this country uh, care about effectiveness. They care about whether a president can do the job. I this guess is where it gets good. Listen to this. Relevant, uh, if it is an indicator that uh, a candidate isn't up to do the most important job in the world. But Joe Biden is succeeding and succeeding at an extraordinary and historic rate. How in the heck is that? Um, the amount of major legislation passed by this president, the first gun violence bill in 30 years, the first major investment in clean energy, the biggest infrastructure investment. No, no, no. I remember when uh, uh, Barack Obama invested $787 billion in the New Green Deal and then said that nothing happened because none of the projects were shovel-ready? You know why they say that? Because when Democrats say stuff like that, you need to have your shovel-ready. Is relevant uh, if it is an indicator that uh, a candidate isn't up to do the most important job in the world but yeah, Joe blah, Biden blah, blah, is succeeding, no, he's not. Yeah, and sure. succeeding mm. at an extraordinary he's a historic rate there you go um, the amount of major legislation passed by this president against the will of the american people the first gun violence bill in 30 yeah, years we already the first okay. major investment in clean energy what the biggest else? infrastructure investment in the history of i this still country. got bridges and stuff falling down not seeing anything anybody anybody see a lot of infrastructure being fixed this country um, all of that doesn't happen without joe biden he is a master legislative tactician. <laughs> that is fantastic. He was involved in a detailed way in the passage of all of those bills. No, he wasn't. He's been an idiot, and he's done nothing since he got into office 50 years ago. No, because I wrote the gun bill, and I was talking to Joe Biden. I thought Biden. he wrote the gun bill. Biden on a regular basis. You pair that together with this dramatic expansion of the economy, America. Like what are you talking about with the 40-year high inflation? What? Covering at a faster pace than all of our other high-income competitors. So, and there is really zero evidence that Joe Biden can't do this job. And so I don't begrudge any of my oh my God. friends in Congress from considering a presidential I was say, run. So given um, all that, that I mean, should, should yeah. Congressman Phillips yeah. run? Yeah, you know, honestly, uh, we're not stupid. We're not going to fall for that stuff because we don't live in the former Soviet Union or North I'm Korea. That poor yeah. Joe Biden, his faculties are sliding. Yes, it's a sad refrain. This is Jim Gossett right here. On the edge, watch him teeter. He would be a better leader if, if he, he only, only had a brain. He does. It's just broken. That non-existent hand he's shaking, and all the gaffes Joe's making, his supporters can't explain. I got a granddaughter when he speaks. It's a gamble. I bet he wouldn't ramble if he only had a brain. What kind of pudding are we having tonight? Oh, I can't tell you why Joe Biden somehow got elected. Well, just hope November eighth. He and his 
kind will be rejected. Joe Biden, he's so dense, he doesn't have the sense to come in from the rain. He's worse than Jimmy Carter, yeah. but I bet he'd be much smarter if he only had a brain. He would only be smarter if he claimed his granddaughter and he only had a brain. There you go. So, uh, yeah, there are still Democrats who are saying that he's uh, an effective leader. And, and honestly, we just need to stop paying attention to those people because uh, nobody believes it anymore. Now, coming up, I've got some, uh, some great audio from uh, rallies over the weekend. Trump was at a uh, dinner. Vivek Ramaswamy. I got to tell you, impressed with Vivek Ramaswamy, he's not uh, a political opportunist like Ron DeSantis and all the other candidates in the uh, GOP primary. Plus, another uh, classic disease relegated to history is making a comeback. This one, leprosy. I know, more good news. It just keeps coming. This, my friends, is a Monday edition of the Rob Carson Show. So this is a Monday edition of the Rob Carson Show, and uh, you won't believe what the Biden uh, defense team tried to do. Well, I bet just Democrats and, uh, you know, whatnot, tried to do with regard to Devin Archer over the weekend, the DOJ. I should say as a DOJ, what they tried to do to Devin Archer to keep him from testifying before Congress. If you haven't heard, oh, this is just glorious. I read it over the weekend. I'm like, wow, how scummy and how filthy and how badly do we need to blow up the DOJ that they would do this? But I do want to mention that uh, Florida, now we were seeing T. TB and malaria uh, cases uh, show up, you know, because uh, we have this open border and uh, you and I were subjected to things like uh, vaccine mandates, but not so much for the people coming across the border because the Democrats want them to come across the border and they have to the tune of about 7 million people. But uh, uh, leprosy is making a comeback. So it's time to dust off those old leprosy jokes. Remember those leprosy jokes? Uh, years and years ago, that was one of the things you could make fun of. Uh, but anyway, yeah, leprosy. And I mean, who doesn't laugh at leprosy? I'm just kidding. No. Uh, anyway, leper case, uh, leprosy cases up uh, 20% of them coming from uh, the center of Florida. Uh, raising a rising evidence is pointing to the possibility that leprosy has become endemic in the southeastern United States, with Florida being named one of the top reported states. Florida is witnessing an increase in leprosy cases lacking traditional risk factors. I don't know what the hell a, a risk factor is for leprosy. What's a risk factor for leprosy? Uh, anyway, so... <laughs> Central Florida accounts for 81% of uh, cases of leprosy. Um, There are 159 new cases reported in the U.S. in 2020. The CDC said in a recently published research letter regarding emerging infectious diseases that it's uh, showing 70% of the new cases in Florida. And where can you get leprosy? Do you have any idea? They say that uh, uh, several new cases in Central Florida demonstrated no clear evidence of zoonotic exposure. Really? Did they create it in a lab like in China and do we pay for it? Transmission of pathogens from wild animals to humans are traditionally known risk factors. But generally, uh, they're not exactly sure where this is coming from. But you know where you can get leprosy. You know what carries leprosy, don't you? Armadillos. Armadillos carry leprosy. I thought you should know that. 
So if you live in Central Florida, no unprotected sex with armadillos. I get no, it's not that. I don't know what it. I don't know how it's happening, but anyway, it is happening. So uh, Sunday morning. It appears uh, that the Biden Department of Justice was attempting to arrest Devin Archer. (laughs) They wanted to arrest Devin Archer and throw him in jail so he couldn't testify. This is real. This is real. All right. They're trying to play. They're they're, they're, uh, completely trying to take this back like it didn't happen. But they literally tried to get Devin Archer arrested so he couldn't testify this morning. Okay. So a U.S. attorney for Southern District in New York, Damian Williams, issued a letter on Saturday requesting that Judge Adams order Archer to surrender himself to authorities immediately in order to serve a one-year prison sentence for a previous fraud convention. So this is conviction. This is what they were going to do. They were going to throw him in jail. And here is Jim Comer confirming that with Maria Bartiromo over the weekend. This is just fantastic. I want to ask you about your investigation, but first let me get to this breaking news. I have in my hand a letter from the Department of Justice that was sent to the Southern District of New York on Saturday. Yes. Uh, By the way, Devin Archer is testifying on Monday. Do you ever see, do you usually see the DOJ send letters like this out on a Saturday? Never. Yeah, you know what else? Uh, who doesn't send letters on like a weekend, like on a Sunday? Uh, uh, judges that uh, want to uh, go after Donald Trump for uh, for charges about classified documents. He got a letter from Jack Smith on a Sunday. Isn't that kind of interesting? It's kind of interesting. Never. This is the first time I've ever heard of the Department of Justice doing anything on a Saturday. So what is this letter? Can you walk us through it? <laughs> Except for going after uh, Catholics who speak Latin Mass. Uh, the government is uh, apprising the court of the status of Devin Archer's appeal of his judgment of conviction, and they request that the court set a surrender date for the defendant to report to a facility. Uh, please walk us through what this right. letter says. Yeah, the letter from the Department of Justice is uh, trying to nudge the judge to go ahead and uh, nudge the judge, Devin Archer. Uh, for uh, something unrelated to what we're going to be talking to him about tomorrow. Uh, It's odd that it was issued on a Saturday, and it's odd that it's right before he's scheduled to come in to uh, have an opportunity to speak in front of the House Oversight Committee and tell the American people the truth. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Here's what Matt Gates had to say. He said, if Devin Archer isn't a witness uh, in the witness chair Monday, we better haul every SOB at the DOJ before Congress every day to make them pay for this. Um, and then uh, he also wrote, I'll come to Washington tomorrow to do this. Archer is in that chair of Garland's. Uh, yield me the time and let me ask the questions. I'll handle it from there. Matt Gates totally kicks butt, by the way. Uh, and then also Stephen Miller said it's also obstruction of a, an official government proceeding, a felony, and taken together um, uh, the, the DOJ's extraordinary actions to shield the Biden family constitutes a conspiracy to defraud the United States. Another felony. And that's why they caved. <clears throat> and allowed to Devin Archer to uh, to speak this morning. And by the way, the laptop of Hunter Biden allegedly contains hundreds of documents, thousands of emails they haven't been able to open yet. All right? Seriously, hundreds of contracts and agreements detailing his deals with foreign business partners, some of which may hold potential implications for his father, according to the New York Post. So it could get even deeper and worse than this. So even MSNBC can't say there's no evidence that Joe and Hunter Biden are corrupt, which is absurd on the face of it. 
So hundreds and hundreds of doctors. This is a, a Scott Jennings Republican speaking on uh, CNN. And uh, as CNN is trying to explain away all of these things that Hunter Biden and Joe Biden have done, they're trying to explain it away as the machinations of an addict. But I know a lot of addicted people. Hell, I've even met an addicted person, and I've never pulled the same kind of crap that they have selling influence to our enemies. You know, ultimately, the Bidens are a real family, just like everyone else. Sure. Uh, but Scott Jennings, the president has made being a family man yeah. a central part of his political identity. I mean, a really dysfunctional family. Uh, it's not Republicans, with all due respect, who made Hunter Biden into a complete scumbag on no his his father did that this and other issues <laughs> ignoring his own daughter for four years and the president of the united states hanging up a stocking for the dog yeah, and not for his seventh grandchild okay, nice okay, we can also have some, we can also have sympathy for people who are struggling with addiction yeah like, but usually uh people who struggle with addiction don't videotape themselves having sex with dozens of prostitutes that he trafficked over state lines while doing cocaine off of their posteriors and weighing crack on a scale with a gun that they obtained illegally while lying on a on a federal gun form and uh and uh, basically getting money from our foreign enemies in exchange for favors. Right. Keep this conversation right. respectful. There's I, that. I, I, listen. Yeah, there's that. I, I totally agree. <laughs> and you know where I'm from? A lot of families deal with addiction. And you yeah. know who ends up picking up the pieces? Who? The grandparents. Yeah. And in this case, the grandparents would not acknowledge this little girl. It is offensive. But the bottom line is... But they have now. The poll... <laughs> Oh, what a hero. The polling must have been yeah. brutal. Just yes, polling sure must have been brutal. No one ever questioned the heart and integrity of Joe Biden as a family man and as a... Oh, man, are you kidding me? ...human being and the pain and suffering and loss that that man has been through, including... Oh, man, you know, honestly, aren't you kind of done with the whole sympathy, bullcrap, sympathy for the devil, as it were? <laughs> <laughs> Just unbelievable, unbelievable. Uh, Hunter uh, Hunter Biden told Devin Archer they would have the last laugh after Archer's initial 2018 conviction was thrown out, according to text messages. They are they are cut from the same cloth. Hunter Biden told Devin Archer that that they would get the last laugh after Hunter said a judge had thrown out his 2018 conviction. Yeah, thank bleeping God is what. <laughs> said, first good news in way too long, my friend. I'm so happy for you. I know it's been a living hell, uh, but put it behind you. Now you can take Greg steps forward. Uh, meet me in L.A. I've got some really sick coke and some prostitute. I didn't I added that, actually. Uh, Archer was linked to the fraudulent issuance and sale of $60 million of tribal bonds, so he screwed over the Native Americans again, uh, like, uh, you know, uh, apparently the white man did. I, I wasn't here my my relatives and didn't arrive, but anyway, that's it. Uh, Archer was ordered to forfeit $15 million and make restitution in the amount of $43 million, but, uh, but avoided prison time. <clears throat> I know, if you and I uh, 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 extorted $43 million out of a Native American tribe, I think we'd go to jail. <laughs> I think we'd go to jail. And listen to this. Hunter Biden's lawyer, Chris Clark, he's the guy who went out on the uh, the deck in L.A. when Hunter came to town and smoked a big old bong right out there. Took a big old bong hit on the uh, on the the patio of his apartment. Uh, he admitted in court last week the president's son received $664,000 uh, 
from CEFC China Energy Company in 2017, contradicting Joe Biden's claim Hunter never received any money from a Chinese entity. And if you, if you know, this is, this is Joe Biden literally acting like he didn't even know what the name of China was in a debate to distance himself from China. Listen to this. this My son has not made money in terms of this thing about, uh, what are you talking about, China. Yeah, what is this China? I don't, I don't even know. what. What is this thing you're talking about, this China? Is that a country or something? Or what? My son has that? not even know made what that money is. in terms of yeah. this thing about, uh, what are you talking about, China. Yeah, this, this, what is this thing you're talking about here? This is, that is so fantastic. That is so textbook like central casting line. What is this uh, heck China thing? I don't even know what this is. You know, China's a country that you got millions of dollars from. Uh, during a hearing before U.S. District George Marilyn Noreka, remember the, the judge last week who rejected the, the plea deal? Um, uh, Clark revealed Hunter made over $1 million in foreign business transactions, including 664000 from CEFC. And by the way, his other business associate who worked at CEFC, the uh, Gal, uh, Gal, um, uh, I can't remember his last name, uh, he, he's, he's uh, currently under uh, charges from the FBI, Gal Luft, Gal Luft is what his name was, and he worked at CEFC, and he's another person who has the goods on Joe Biden who can say what Joe Biden did to get all the money from China. But uh, back to this here, it says, during the calendar year 2017, Biden earned substantial income, uh, including just under $1 million from a company he formed with the CEO of a Chinese business conglomerate, BHR Partners, $666,666. I mean, if I won that in the lottery, I'd say, can you change it to 667 Because that's just not. Anyway, from his domestic business investments, including 664000 from a Chinese infrastructure investment company. So, yeah, uh, they are thick as thieves. And, uh, and the SS Titanic is taking on water, by the way. And, uh, by the way, a senator, and this is, you remember last week during the... Uh, the proceedings that uh, for the plea deal, they were going to try and get Hunter off of everything that he did, and they lied to the judge. And, and there was literally a member of the uh, Latham and Watkins legal uh, firm that contacted a clerk. The person who did the contact is Jessica Bingles. And she, uh, she sent a, a note saying that you can't use the information from the IRS whistleblowers because it has like uh, 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 social security numbers. Well, it turns out that she was lying and the judge called him out called him out. So a member of the legal team may find herself in hot water because apparently this may have broken the law. And I said this. I said this last week. So they, they literally tried to tell the, the, the law clerk to tell the judge, skip the evidence that shows all of the corruption of the Biden family so we can slide through this plea deal that basically exonerates him of everything, including all of the millions he got from places like China and Romania and all of that. And then we find out they tried to jail his business partner before the, uh, the hearing today. So this is the kind of crap that they're trying to pull. And fortunately, both times it did a face plant.
If you guys would like to chime in, the number is 800-922-6680. Uh, Donald Trump did some speaking. Also, a new polling about the GOP. And, uh, oh, oh, and some weirdness happening with this Martha's Vineyard drowning of uh, Barack Obama's executive chef. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm just going to present the facts, but they're getting weird. And we've got all of that coming up on this Monday edition of The Rob Carson Show. Gary Clark Jr. to get you started on a Monday. Monday, going to be broadcasting live from New Hampshire. Uh, Thursday and Friday, we're going out to the uh, Voice of New Hampshire. We have our great affiliates there in Concord and across the state. And uh, Jack Heath will be guiding the way. We should have a number of uh, uh, candidates out there to uh, hang out with. And we're going to have some fun. We're going to have some fun in New Hampshire. My first time visiting New Hampshire. And I'm really, really very excited. Uh, Jack likes to give me a lot of grief because I'm from Iowa. That's the other primary state. <laughs> but I, uh, I'm impressed by uh, New Hampshire. And I'm really looking forward to it. And I, and I I am sorry I haven't had the time in my life to visit New Hampshire, but uh, I just I'm very impressed by the people that I've met, and I'm really looking forward to uh, to going. So uh, make sure to listen. Oh, you know I mentioned at the beginning of the show <clears throat> we had a. Uh, a uh, giant limb fall between our cars last night in the front yard. We had the power knocked out, all that stuff. And uh, and last night I, I wrote Mary Walter, and Mary Walter is amazing. She does all the filling in. And I said, yeah, I just want you to be on standby in case we need to have you fill in. And and Mary Walter is like my de facto mom. I see she's like, well, you need to get it. <laughs> she wrote, she goes, you need to get a generator. <laughs> And I said, well, I know, Mom. Uh, that said, and that said, we got the power back. But that's Mary. Mary does this all the time. She's like, well, you need to. I, I, I'll tell her, like, I'm losing weight. And she'll say something like, well, you're eating properly. And I'm like, you're not my mom. <laughs> but that's just a little aside. Mary is, I mean, the most qualified person. That's why she fills on, on the show. That's why I exclusively try to have Mary fill in on the show. But she's so just so fun. You need to get a generator. <clears throat> I'm like, I know I need to get a generator. We got this little solar generator, but that's for the she shed. So the she shed was fine. The main house was was hosed. But the, the U.S. Consumer Safety Commission has proposed a policy that, if implemented, would pull nearly all existing portable gas generators off the market. So this is part of the nonsense Biden green energy, green energy crap by the way. So the proposal includes a policy that would trigger an automatic shutoff for generators when they reach their specific emission limit. Smaller gas generators would be required to reduce carbon monoxide emissions by 50%. Larger ones, 95%. So they want to get rid of your ability to uh, uh, heat and cool your home. They want to get rid of all your gas appliances. And then when your power goes out, they want to take away the gas generator that would uh, power your home. Because electric generators, uh, you know, are stupid. You, you don't plug a generator in to generate electricity. It's got to operate. It's got to become the conduit that turns fossil fuel into energy like the power plant does, you see. That's what a generator is. <clears throat> you don't plug in a generator and convert it into something else. So anyway, the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission has pr uh, preliminary determined there is an unreasonable risk of injury and death associated with acute carbon monoxide poisoning from uh, portable generators. Where, where is this happening? How many people are dying? And usually the generator's outside. 
Uh, the commission proposed a rule that consumer product safety that limits CO emissions from portable generators requires generators to shut off when emission levels have been reached. So this would shut it off to keep it from burning energy. So it would it prevent you from creating uh, uh, electricity for your home because of a, a bogeyman that they've created. And so that's what they want to do. They want to take away your ability to generate your own power if their power grid fails. Isn't that interesting? It's also absurd. And in case you missed it, Corinne Jean-Pierre last week said they want to come after all gas appliances in your home. But she said, don't worry, it doesn't take effect until 2029. So six years from now, when you have to replace all of your appliances that should last you 20 years. I know, it's kind of stupid. Let's take a break and come back. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. It's our America. We built it. Courage. Freedom. Millions go to Newsmax when they need to know. Start today on the free Newsmax app. Newsmax is real news for real people.